Hello and welcome back to Moments with Moni. Today's episode is on Advent, the fourth week of Advent 2020. That's December 20th, 2020, which also happens to be my husband's birthday. Happy birthday, honey! Hello and welcome to Moments with Moni. I'm so glad you're here, where we ponder life from a biblical perspective, where salt makes us thirsty and light exposes darkness. Come, let's ponder these things together. So I've got to ask, do any of you out there have other people in your family or you yourself possibly have a birthday in December? I'm wondering if the following will be something similar to what you've heard in the past. I've always asked my husband, so what would you like for Christmas? And he says, well, I don't know, but for my birthday, I'd like, yeah, his birthday is a few days before Christmas, so he always wanted that first, which is nice, but I never get to think about Christmas until after his birthday's over. I'm not complaining, honey. And my husband is not the only one. There's a sister I have who has a birthday even closer to Christmas. I think next year we should just celebrate both of their birthdays in July. Oh, this season just goes by so quickly. Once it's Thanksgiving, it just flies. And that's why I try and roll Christmas right into Thanksgiving weekend. And at the same time, I keep a thankful heart and Thanksgiving in my heart all through the Christmas season and beyond. On an earlier episode, I had asked a few of my fellow podcasters to send in some things that they were thankful for for Thanksgiving. There's nothing wrong with a thankful heart at Advent either. So let's take a listen to this last fellow Christian podcaster's episode on thankfulness. We'll be hearing from Meg Gleesner at Letters From Home podcast. So often when we think of what we're thankful for, it's happy things and births of babies and weddings and a job and all those kind of things. This year has challenged us all and challenged me so much to think deeper. But what about the pain? What about the job loss? What about the relative that passed away? What about the pandemic? What about the social injustice? All these things, there's been so much pain And I think it's so important and for me just to take time to be thankful for all of that. And it almost seems contrary, but if I really see everything that God is above all and he loves us so much, can I not thank him for that too? It says into everything to give thanks and everything. And I can do that because I know that this world isn't my home, that I'm just passing through and all the pain and the hardship and the joys just remind me that my home's in heaven and one day I'm going to be with the Lord. So each day here on earth is one day closer to see the Lord. And for that, I give thanks and my longing, my hope, and my eyes are lifted up. Thank you for sharing your heart, Meg. I know that life can be hard, but God is always good. And thank you for the reminder that no matter what goes on here, we are looking forward to being with our Savior in heaven one day soon. 
for now we still have work to do here on the earth that God has ordained for us to do, and that's to share his message, the message of the kingdom that is at hand. And as we celebrate Christmas and Advent, we are reminded of that little baby that came to earth, born in a barn, grew up to die for our sins, but he didn't stay dead. That's right. Resurrection Sunday is coming. Of course, the rapture could come sooner than that. On this fourth week of Advent, I wanted to share a Christmas story with you right out of Matthew, but my friend Meg already beat me to it, and she did such a beautiful job. She shared a five-minute episode through the Christian Podcasters Association Christmas five-minute episode collaboration. That's a long title. Before the story begins, I'd like to share that the that the time between the New Testament and the Old Testament was about 400 years, and the Jews were waiting to hear from God all that time about a Savior. Unfortunately, the Jews were looking for an earthly leader, but Jesus, God, had other plans. Anyway, after about 400 years of silence, Elizabeth and Zacharias who hadn't been able to have any children and were old in their age, let's say not spring chickens anymore, all of a sudden heard from the Lord, from an angel of the Lord. And he told Zacharias something. So let's tune in and listen to Meg as she shares the story about the announcement of one of Jesus's relatives. The last few days I've been reading the birth story of our Lord and not around singing at the retirement home like we like to do or with our kids around the table or at Christmas dinner, but just me alone on my knees meditating upon the whole passage and all that transpired and what struck me so much that I couldn't get out of my heart and mind is Elizabeth and what she was going through. She and her husband, Zacharias, it says in Luke 1, 6, that they were both righteous in the sight of God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and requirements of the Lord. And yet she was barren for decades beyond. And I'm sure she really wanted kids. They both did. And yet Yet that is something that didn't get answered for them until an angel of the Lord comes to Zacharias on just an ordinary day, working at the temple, fulfilling his responsibilities. And when the angel came, he wasn't ready. He was so stunned that he responded in unbelief. And then the angel said, you are not going to be able to speak. And he had all those months to store up the lessons and to see how God was working and speaking in him and his faith was ultimately tested. Zacharias and Elizabeth, when it was time for the naming of the baby, the friends and the relatives came around and they said, oh, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. But they both remained firm against what everyone was saying. Elizabeth said, no, he shall be called John. And then Zacharias and his opportunity to redeem what he had messed up asked for the tablet and wrote down his name shall be John and at that very moment the Lord released his tongue and he began to praise God and everyone was looking on with 
awe and wonder. And they got to be the parents of John. Yes, John the Baptist, who was a voice in the wilderness preparing the way of the Lord. What a privilege. And I'm sure it was hard too. And as I look back on this beautiful story and I think about my own life, sometimes I think it feels like I'm going through a personal wilderness where prayers aren't being answered and things aren't making sense. I think during this pandemic, so many things, unanswered prayer, so many people dying. It seems like, Lord, we're living righteously like they were, but all these things are happening. But then I look at verses like Habakkuk 1.5, where the Lord says, For I am doing a work in your day that you would not believe though it were told you. And I remind myself, God is doing great things. And in this wilderness time, there will be an everyday moment. God is going to come to me. He's going to come to you to do something extraordinary. And I want to be ready. This is Meg Gleesner from Letters from Home podcast, where we like to share everyday extraordinary faith stories. Thank you for sharing that passage from Matthew, Meg. I appreciate that. And from what you said, I saw that we're not the only ones that are going through a difficult and unprecedented time of uncertainty. But not to worry. God is in control. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin, mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly Peace. 
baby in the manger is God's plan. Sometimes it is the simplest things in life that confound those that think they are wise. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Jesus before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus." for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not, until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to the hen belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. Children, all the children of the world, red, yellow, black, and white, they're special in the sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Look at the line! Oh, a huge thank you to my grandchildren for these last two songs. And to Meg for sharing her heart with us today. And also to my husband for leading the kids in the song courses here at the end. And once again, happy birthday to you, wherever you are across this great big world that God created. I pray that your Christmas celebration of the birth of Christ is a beautiful time of reflection of his love and of the promises that he has given you through the word. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, please share it with a friend or family. You can also find all of Moni's podcasts on the blog at momentswithmoni.com. And while you're there, I invite you to leave questions or comments so I can share them on the podcast. 